This evening I'd like to talk about death. Many of us keep death in the back of our minds. Death is not a subject that most people like to think about, especially their own death. While it's true that when we suffer the death of a loved one, we may think about our own mortality. We may think about death for a little while, but after a time, death, we put it in the back of our mind again and we don't give it any much thought. But death is a very important part of living simply because when physical death comes to us, whatever state our spiritual soul is in determines where we spend eternity. The Bible tells us that when it comes to the subject of death, that mankind doesn't have any advantage over the animals or the plant life. Ecclesiastes 3, verses 19 and 20, That which befalleth the son of men befalleth beasts, even one thing befalleth them. As the one dieth, so dieth the other. Yea, all have one breath, all go unto one place. All are of the dust, and all return to the dust again. There is, however, one very distinct difference between humans and animals. When an animal dies, they do not have a living spirit. They don't have to worry about how they live their lives. But when a human dies, they have a living spirit that will never die. The Bible talks a lot about death in different ways. We see Jesus when he was crucified on the cross. Uh, Brother Jeff's lesson this morning. Samson killed a lot of the Philistines. But there are three different types of death that I'd like to talk about this evening that the Bible teaches us about. There is spiritual death, there is physical death, and there is the second death. Webster's New World Dictionary defines death as the act of dying, the permanent ending of all life in a person, animal, or plant. But a simple working definition of death could be death is a separation. That's what death is. It is a separation. Spiritual death is a separation of a person's living spirit from God through sin. Isaiah 59 verse 2. Physical death is a separation of a person's living spirit from their physical body. Matthew 27, verse 50. It says, Jesus yielded up the ghost and died. The second death is a separation of a person's living spirit from the presence of God forever. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 1, verse 9. The Bible teaches us that death came into existence by sin. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, 
So death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We read about death coming into the world in the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, God told Adam that he could eat freely of all the fruit of all the trees in the Garden of Eden except for one, that he couldn't eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Verse 17 says, For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. God was not talking about immediate physical death when they ate of that tree, but spiritual death. God does tell Adam, however, that physical death would come at a later time as a result of the disobedience. In Genesis 3, verses 17 through 19, it reads, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake, and in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Spiritual death. Spiritual death simply means that we are dead spiritually when we live our lives from day to day outside Christ. There are basically two ways that we become spiritually dead. The first way is when people mature to a point that they know the difference between what God says is evil and what God says is good. Once they reach the age that they mature mentally enough to realize that, realize that they are outside Christ, they are spiritually dead. There are people who never mature to the point mentally, though they mature physically, they are mentally, they have the mind as a small child. God does not charge these people with sin. He views them as small children. They are innocent in his eyes. Different people mature both physically and mentally at different rates. Some mature or at an earlier age than others. Some are much later. So you, there is no one certain age that you can say that a person is old enough to know the difference between right and wrong, that he is old enough to obey the gospel. I believe that the Jewish religion, once a male reaches the age of 13 years old, he is a man. I don't know many 13-year-olds that have matured enough to be considered a man. Once we realize that we know the difference between right and wrong, that we are living outside Christ, 
God expects us to obey the gospel. Until we do, we remain in a state of spiritual death. Unlike physical death and the second death, which are permanent, we can be spiritually dead on more than one occasion. After we have matured and realized that we need to obey the gospel and we obey the gospel, then we're no longer spiritually dead. But as humans, we're weak. We often say and do things that we shouldn't. We make bad decisions that lead us into sin. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have sinned. When that happens to us, we become spiritually dead again. As I said, that can be more than one time in a person's life. Until we realize what we've done, the mistakes we've made, we repent of them and ask God for forgiveness. The Bible tells us that God will forgive us if we repent and ask for forgiveness. A few of the verses that talk about spiritual death are Ephesians 2, verse 1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. And in Matthew 8, verse 22, says, Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. In 1 Corinthians 11, verse 30, Paul was teaching the Corinthians about the Lord's Supper, and many of them had replaced the Lord's Supper with the eating of a meal. And Paul told them that some of them were eating a meal, some of them were hungry, and some were being drunken. In verse 30, he says, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. The second type of death is physical death. Physical death occurs at the exact moment that our living spirit leaves the body. As Brother Dennis read for us just a few moments ago, everybody will die. Hebrews 9.27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Even though we should still be alive when Christ comes back, our physical bodies will die. The bodies of those who are alive when Jesus comes back again will be changed from physical to spiritual. 1 Corinthians Chapter 15, Paul was teaching the Corinthians about the resurrection. Started in verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, 
For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Paul says that not everybody will die and be buried. Some, there will be people alive and living on earth when Jesus comes back again. But the physical body cannot enter into heaven. So for all intents and purposes, if we are alive, our physical body will suffer the same effects as though we've died and were buried. There are people who have claimed that they have died and been brought back to life. That is just not what the Bible teaches. Hebrews 9.27, it says, It is appointed unto men once to die. We die physically only one time. Once the spirit leaves the body, it will not come back to this physical body. In the resurrection, we will not be raised physically. We will be raised with a spiritual body. Though the heart may stop beating, we may stop breathing, the doctors can't find any sign of physical life. Until that spirit departs the body, we have not died. The human mind is an extremely complex thing. I'm sure all of us have had dreams, and they seem so real at the time, especially the nightmares. I believe that for the most part, these people, something like that occurs to them, and they actually think that they have died and been brought back to life, but the Bible just does not teach that. I was flipping through channels one Easter, the Saturday before Easter, and I came across a program. They had this fellow who was a denominational preacher in Africa, and he was telling about he had a heart attack, and the nearest hospital was two and a half hours away. So while he and his wife and the ambulance crew were on the way to the hospital, he died and he was dead for two hours. And he came back to life. While he was dead, Peter took him to hell and showed him what was going on inside hell. And he said that hell is not what people think. People were getting out of bed, putting on their clothes, just like we do, but you could tell they were in pain. He asked Peter, do I have to go in here? Peter said no. He took him to the gates of heaven and showed him what heaven was like. He said heaven is not like what people think. People are getting out of bed, putting on their clothes just like we do. But you could tell they were in extreme joy. And he said, do I get to go in here? And Peter said no. He said, I don't understand. You either go to heaven or hell. Peter said, you are the answer to the rich man's prayer that one be sent back from the dead. First of all, the rich man was not praying. He was talking directly to Father Abraham. Second of all, 
the rich man did not ask for one to be sent back to the world from the dead. He asked specifically that Lazarus be sent to his father's house. These kind of people that think they die and come back do it intentionally to lead people astray. The Bible plainly says that we die once and after this the judgment. Once the, phys the spiritual body departs the physical body, there is no medical procedure anywhere on this earth that can bring that spirit back to the body. It will not happen. When we die physically, it is permanent. The second death will not happen until after judgment. Judgment will not happen until after Jesus comes back again. The second death occurs when those who are living outside Christ die and after judgment they are cast into hell. Every person will be judged fairly and justly. Romans 4.10, we shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. In Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Unlike spiritual death and physical death, which everybody will have to go through, not everybody will have to suffer the second death. The second death is for those who die outside Christ. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9 said, And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, <clears throat> who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. John gives us a little description of what the second death is in Revelation chapter 20, starting in verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. 
chapter 21, verse 8, but the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers, whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The second death is reserved for those who refuse to obey the gospel. In chapter 21, verse 8, we saw that list of those who will be there. But it will also be good, moral people who simply do not obey the gospel. I heard a, people say that the only thing we should fear is death. That's partly true. If we live our lives outside Christ, not attempting to obey the gospel, not attempting to live by the laws that God gives us in the Bible, then we should fear death. For if we die physically, while we are dead spiritually, we will suffer the second death. But if we are living our lives according to the gospel, we have obeyed the gospel, we are striving to be true, faithful Christians, we don't have to fear physical death. We can have the hope that Paul wrote about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 54 through 57. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which have given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Just as God is no respecter of persons, death is no respecter of persons. We read in the obituaries every day the account of people who have passed from this life. They range in age from newborn infants to people well over a hundred years of age. Death is going to come to everybody. No one knows at what time death will come. We ought to spend our lives living for God preparing for death to come. Like physical death, once we are cast into the lake of fire and we suffer the second death, there is no coming back. We do not get a second chance. The church of God teaches that those who die outside Christ, they will have another chance in the thousand-year reign come to God but if they don't they will be cast into the lake of fire but like a piece of wood they will be burned up and cease to exist the Bible plainly teaches 
that everybody will live eternally, whether Christian or non-Christian. The Christians will live in heaven. The non-Christians, the sinners, they will live in hell forever. The question is this evening, are we ready for physical death? Or are we spiritually dead? As we saw a while ago, if our name is not written in the book of life, we will be cast into the lake of fire. There may be someone here this evening who is dead spiritually by either not obeying the gospel or having obeyed the gospel. They have not remained faithful. If you're in that condition, please don't leave here this evening in that state of affairs. The risk is too great. As I said, we don't know what time physical death will come to us. We must be ready. The only way we have of escaping the second death is through the blood of Christ. The only way we come into contact with the blood of Christ is by obeying the gospel. We hear what God's word teaches. We believe what that word teaches concerning Jesus as God's son. That causes us to repent of our sins. We then confess our belief publicly that Jesus is God's son. We are baptized and then we strive to live faithfully until such time as physical death comes to us. If there are those here who need to respond to the gospel, to either become a Christian or to be restored back to the church, please come as together we stand and sing.